This is a story from France, and it's called The Three Oranges. Now there was once a king who had a daughter, and the princess was as lovely as she was beautiful. Now everything went fine until his daughter, the princess, turned eighteen years of age, and then she suddenly took ill and had to go to her bed, and seemed like she was going to die. Now all the finest doctors in the land were called, and they all looked at the princess, but none of them could help. But one of them, who was a learned man, and a very wise man, he said, There is no way I can cure her, but there is a cure. If someone would go to the land where the oranges grow, and find a garden where the snow never falls, and in the garden there is an orange tree that is all covered with blossoms, and in the branches of the tree sing seven hundred nightingales, all day and all night they sing, and that tree has nine oranges. If three oranges were brought back for the princess, when she ate the first orange, she would sit up well. When she ate the second orange, she would become even more beautiful than she is already. And if she ate the third, then she will say, I will marry no man but the one who brought me the three oranges." but she has to eat all three in order to be well. Well, the king sent out a proclamation that he would give his daughter's hand in marriage to any man that could bring the three oranges that could save her life. Now there was an old woman who lived nearby, and she had three sons. The two eldest sons were lazy and shiftless and good for nothing. But the youngest son was kind-hearted and worked very hard. In fact, he worked as hard as the three of them put together. Now, after this pro proclamation had gone out, the eldest of the three sons said to his mother, Mother, fetch me a basket of food. I am going to go and try to find the three oranges and win the princess's hand in marriage. I will be able to live then in luxury and ease for the rest of my days. So the old woman prepared him a basket of food, and off he went. Now he walked for seven weeks. From sunrise to sunset he walked. And after seven weeks he came to the land of the oranges, and he came to the garden where the snow never falls, and where seven hundred nightingales were singing in the branches of the tree, all covered with blossoms. And there was three, uh, nine beautiful oranges. So he pecked three of them, and put them in his bag, and then he walked back. Another seven weeks of walking. Well... He got to within about a mile of the castle, and he sat down under a tree to rest, before going in and presenting the king with the oranges. And an old woman came by, and she said, What do you have in your basket? And the, ma the young man thought to himself, and he thought, Ech, 
horrible, ugly old busybody. It's none of her business what's in my basket, old fool. But he said, I've just got three frogs in my basket. Three frogs, she said. So be it. And off she went. <laughs> Idiot, he thought. And he went to the king, and he said, I have brought you the three oranges that will restore the princess, and I claim her hand in marriage. Well, the king was delighted. He opened the basket, and what should chump out but three frogs, hopping around the place and croaking loudly. Now the king was not happy about this. He thought that the young man was making a fool of him. So he had him soundly whipped, and he locked him up in the deepest dungeon of his castle. Now after the fourteen weeks had passed, the second son said, Mother, prepare me a basket of food. I am going to go to the land of the oranges and find those three oranges that will cure the princess, and then I'll claim her hand in marriage, and I'll be a rich man and an important man too. So the mother prepared the basket of food for him, and off he went, and he walked from sunrise to sunset for seven weeks, and he came to that garden where the snow never falls, and there was the tree covered in blossom, with seven hundred nightingales singing in the branches. Now this time, of course, there was only six oranges there, but he picked three of them, and he went on his way back home walking from sunrise to sunset for another seven weeks. Well, he'd got to within a mile of the castle, and he sat underneath the same tree that his brother had sat under to rest and get himself prepared before going in to see the king. Now the same old woman came past again, and she said, "'What do you have in your basket?' Well, he thought, "'Ugh, ugly old crone!' What business is of a house what I've got in my basket? Hmph. So, he said, I've got three snakes in my basket. Three snakes, she said. So be it. And off she went. Well, he went to see the king. He said, I have brought three oranges that will cure your daughter, and I claim the princess's hand in marriage king was delighted. He opened the basket, and three snakes came slithering out. Well, if the frogs made him angry, the snakes made him even worse. I mean, he had a power thing about snakes, didn't like them. <laughs> so he had the man soundly whipped and thrown into a dungeon in his, in his castle. Well, the fourteen weeks had passed, and the youngest son said to his mother, Mother, my brothers don't seem to be coming back, so... I'll go and try my luck, as well finding those oranges for the king's daughter to make her better. Would you prepare me a basket of food, and would you give me your blessing? Certainly, my son, she said. She prepared a basket of food, and she gave her son her blessings. He said, I'm not going to marry the princess. She's not going to want to marry a, a common peasant like me, but... Maybe the king will give us some money, and I'll bring it back for you. It's very kind of you, said his mother, and off he went. Well, he walked from sunrise to sunset for seven weeks. He came to the land where the oranges grow, and there he found a garden where the snow never falls. 
and there was the orange tree covered with blossoms and with seven hundred nightingales singing sweetly from the branches. And now there was only three oranges left on the tree. But he picked them and put them in his basket, and he walked again from sunrise to sunset, all the way back home, until he was just within a mile of the king's castle. And he sat down and rested under the same tree that his brothers had. Now the old woman came by again, and she said, What do you have in your basket? And he said, Well, grandmother, dear, he said, I have three oranges. I have walked all the way to the land where they grow to pick these oranges to, to give to the queen's uh, the king's daughter, the princess, to, to make her well again. The king said that he would marry her to whoever brought it back, but I'm only a peasant. She's not going to want to marry me, uh, but maybe the king will give me some money, and I can bring it home to my mother. We're very poor, you know. Well, the old woman smiled and said, Well, my friend, I, you will marry the king's daughter. And I will give you three gifts that will help you. And out of her pouch she brought out three things and gave to him. She said, the first one here is a little whip. Now, if you crack this whip, all the flies in the country will leave it. This other one is a silver whistle. If you blow it, all the hares in the country will come running to you, and they'll follow you as long as you keep blowing the whistle. And the third one, she said, is a little golden ring, a beautiful little ring. Give that to the princess. Put it on her finger yourself, and it will get tight. It will grow so tight that she will cry out in pain and say, Father, if you don't marry me to the man who brought me the oranges, I will surely die. Now, the king, you see, will set you these tasks, but you can perform them easily with these things. So go with my blessing. Well, the young man thanked her so much. And then he went off down to the castle. He was brought up in front of the king, and the king said, Well, young man, and he said, Your majesty, I have brought you three oranges that for your daughter. They will cure her. Well, the old king was delighted. He opened the basket, and he was a bit wary, because there might be frogs or snakes in there. But no, there was the three oranges, beautiful big, ripe, juicy oranges. Well, they took them immediately to the princess's bedchamber, and they, they gave her the oranges to eat. And as they put a segment of orange to her lips, she tasted it, and her eyes opened, and she ate that. She ate the next segment. She ate all of them. She ate the first orange, and she sat up in bed quite well again. And then she set about eating the second orange, and when she finished eating it, she was beautiful before, but she became even more beautiful after eating that orange. Oh, the old king was clapping his hands in delight. Well, 
She ate the third orange, and she said, I will marry no man but the one who brought me these oranges. Now the king looked at the, at the young man, and all he saw was a peasant. He didn't see that he was a nice man. He didn't see that he was a handsome young man. He didn't see his good heart, his kindness. All he saw was the clothes he was wearing. And he thought, hmm, she's far too good to marry the likes of this little common peasant. I'll give him some money instead. He said, well, you know, I'll, uh, I'll reward you well with, with money. Well, Thank you, king, he said. I, I had thought that you had said that you would marry her to whoever brought you the oranges, and she seems quite keen on that idea. Oh, well, uh, let me set you some tasks, said the king, just to show that you're worthy of my daughter. Certainly, said the young man. Right, I want you to drive all the flies out of my kingdom. No problem, he said, and he cracked the whip, and all the flies left the kingdom. They all went far away, and they never came back. Well, the king was amazed, and then he said, well, I want you to catch all the hares in my kingdom and bring them to my stable. Not a problem, he said. So the young man left the castle. He went out into a field, and he blowed on the silver whistle, and there was a thundering sound as hares came running to him from all directions, and they all gathered around him, all sitting there looking at him, and he turned around, and he blew his whistle again, and he walked along the road, and every now and again he gave a little peep on the whistle, and all the hares followed him, and he brought them all to the king's stable. And then he went back and he told the king, I have brought you all the hares in your kingdom. They're in your stable. Well, the king looked out the window and sure enough, there was all the hares standing inside the, the stable, all looking out, all waiting for some sort of a direction of what to do next. The king was amazed. But still he looked at the peasant boy and he thought, I don't want to marry my daughter to him. He's a commoner. So he said, well, I want you to go now and catch me the hare that I want you to catch. Well, that could have been any of them, couldn't it? And who's to say the king wouldn't have lied? So the young man said, certainly I'll do that. But first, m with your permission, may I put a ring on your daughter's finger? It's a gift from me. Well, he took out the most beautiful little gold ring, and the king said, Yes, certainly you can put that on my daughter's finger. I don't see why not. So he slipped the ring on one of her fingers, and then the ring became tighter and tighter until the princess squealed with pain and said, Father, if you do not marry me to the man who brought me the three oranges, I will surely die. And the king was so shocked that he thought, I'm not doing right here by this young man. He did save her life, and he did as I asked, and... He has, I did say that he could marry the princess, anyone who brought the oranges. So the king said, yes, 
Of course you can marry this young man. And as soon as he said that, the ring became bigger, so that it fit, it fitted her finger just perfectly, just like it was made for her. Well, the very next day, the two of them were married. And you know what? That boy slipped that golden ring on the princess's ring finger when he made her his wife. And he had lots of money after that being a prince, and he never forgot his mother. He went and got a lovely new house built for her nearby with plenty of land and plenty of wealth so that his mother never had to work again for the rest of her days.'